This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. What is the worst day in Jet history? Watching Mark Sanchez run into Brandon Moore. Oh, my God. Broken play. Mark Sanchez scrambles up the middle. Lost the football. It's picked up. He ran right to the back of Brandon Moore. Fumbled the ball. It's funny. I Googled worst day Jet history. And that came up. And that's the first thing that came up. That's the first thing that came up. This is ESPN New York Tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. It's picked up and running into the end zone with the loose ball for a touchdown is Steve Gregory. Are you kidding me? On 98.7 ESPN. Thanks, Harvey. We were not kidding, Bob. No, we were not. We were not kidding. I've come up with another one, Gordon. Oh, boy. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. 2020, week 15, they beat the Rams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's a, that is a great one, Larry. That is a great one. That's the one. Because you knew that at the time. They beat the Rams. They beat the Rams. They were 0-13 going into that game, Gordon. Mm-hmm. They beat the and Rams. then they, they then they won another game after. They won that, another right? game. They finished yeah. two and fourteen. Oh my God! What a disaster! What a disaster! Now, do you think that tr- clearly Trevor Lawrence would have been better here? Yes. Than Zach has been. That's yes. not a that's not a conversation. Clearly. But and it's kind of unknowable. Would he turn out to be his best version of himself here? I also think that that's highly unlikely. But he's better than Zach Wilson anyway. Oh, no question. No, I, no, that's not even a debate. You know, so it would have been better. It would have been better because he's better. Yeah. He would. I mean, you know, and, and guess what? I think I, I think I can safely, I might be going out on a limb. So I'll walk gingerly on that limb, Gordon. As bad as the Jet coaching has been. They're better than Urban Meyer in the job. He oh, did. my. That, that's, <laughs> Joe in the break asked me what's my Mount Rushmore of worst NFL head coaches, and he gave me four guys. I said I would just have Urban Meyer four times across the board. <laughs> it would just be four Urban Meyer heads. <laughs> he was – I mean, he, he it will it. be a long time. We can live to be a 1,000 years old. It will be a long time before – remember, he, he's staying behind after the team loses a yeah. game. He's going to a bar. Oh, my God. I would have him three times and then Adam Gase for the fourth. Adam Gase. Uh, I mean, Rich he's Kotite gotta, he's gotta would be certainly up there. be one. He's got to be up there, Gordon. Yeah. He's got to be up there. I, I think be. Gase won too many games. Yeah, he won seven games that one year. That's a I good know. year around the Jets these days. That's about average. That's about what you get. Mm-hmm. That's about what you get. Back to the phones. Robert's in the car. What's up, Robert? Hey, how you doing, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, just wanted to say, uh, you know, I'm a Dolphin fan. I think Tannehill would be a, a good addition to the Jets. If you can get him early enough, you can definitely salvage the season. You know, the guy's pretty accurate. Um, the only problem is that front line, they'd have to protect him, you know. He's got some good mobility, too. I, I just guess uh, I think if you're going to take any quarterback, I think Tannehill, if you can grab him up, might be the best choice. 
All right, Robert. So you agree yeah. with Gordon? Yeah. All right. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, again, it's going to be hard to come up with somebody who's worse. Yeah, I know. I know. It's going to be hard. They're trying, though. It does seem that <laughs> way. Al's in Jersey City. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, team? Second time caller, long time listener. How you guys doing? You good? Yeah, we're good, Al. What you got? <laughs> so let me, really quick before I get into it. So I, I picked up my girlfriend from the from the gym just now, and she go, I, she goes, babe, what are you doing? I go, I'm calling in into the uh, Gordon and Larry show. And she goes, and she's like, what are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the gym. She goes, oh, no, I had a good day. Please go. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Can't take it <laughs> anymore. I dragged her to the... I dragged her to the Cowboys game, uh, and she goes, babe, are you sure this quarterback is supposed to play like this? I'm like, man, she doesn't, she doesn't know anything about football. She goes, are you sure he's supposed to play like this? Are you sure your team is good this year? I just had my head in my face like, uh. anyway, so as so, so that with that being said, guys, I'm a Jet fan. I travel to the game. I think it's really pretty cool. So long story short, as a Jet fan, guys, how can you guys, as, a, as speaking to my Jet fans, how can you guys get mad that we kept Zach Wilson? We thought that Zach Wilson being coached under Aaron Rodgers was a win-win. Not one person was complaining. Not one. Mind you, at the same time, to defend. I mean, I, I get it. Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. However, he did go 5-2 and two last year. And he didn't get benched for his play. He got benched because he did not know how to speak to the media. He got after the horrible game in New England. That's why he got benched. He didn't get benched because he was bad. He eventually got benched. I guess that kind of messed with his, with his, with his psyche. Long story short, guys. Let's do right by at least one quarterback. It hurts me to see Geno Smith on guys like Geno Smith, Sam Donald, leave, have great – because Sam Donald had a good year with, uh, with, uh, with the Panthers. Geno Smith, he had one good year, and he's also continuing again. It hurts me to see guys like that prevail at the night. I know, and I understand it took him five, six years later to get it right. Uh, as this is Zach Wilson, third year, let's not give up on the kids. Let's get another quarterback. Put him at, on the practice squad. Let's do right by one quarterback. Joe Namath, we hear you, baby. Let's keep rocking and rolling. And uh, thanks for the call, guys. All right, Al. Thanks for the phone call. couple things. First of all, you owe your girlfriend a big-time dinner with Roses for taking her to the Dallas Cowboys game. You knew oh going in. You knew going in. You knew in. going in. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a bad job by you. So you owe her dinner and, and flowers. That's number one. Number two, um, Al, where do I begin? Gino, Gino went to two other. Gino was with the Jets and with the Giants and was with Seattle before he got a chance to play this way. So he did. He went to three. There's three teams he played for. The Sam Darnold situation. You know, he Sam Darnold's never been good. Darnold wasn't. He wasn't as good as he was in college, and even his last year in college, he was turning the ball over. And the fact that he didn't have a lot of weapons here did not help him, but he still turned the ball over. All right, and and as far as Zach Wilson is concerned, listen, I don't know where to begin with him either. Um, he's just he's he, Aaron Rodgers. A lot of quarterbacks can talk to you, but you're not seeing it on the field. That makes sense, Gordon. I'm yeah. sure Aaron Rodgers told him that they look even before Aaron Rodgers got here. There's coaches that showed him video. This is what you're doing wrong. Don't do this. When when this happens, do something else. When this happens, do something else. Quarterback coaches, offensive coordinators, offensive line coaches. He's been told, and he's still doing the same things. And Aaron Rodgers told him. And guess what? He's still holding on to the football too long. 
He was holding on to the football as a rookie, which you expect. He was holding on to the football too long in the second year. The second year, the reason why he was pretty good, Al, is because the running game was going. Okay? The first couple of games, Brees Hall was rolling. When Brees Hall got hurt, things started to turn. You had to rely on him a little bit more, and then you saw that, okay, there's some shortcomings. We have to make some, some adjustments. You are correct about the first time he got benched, but the second time had nothing to do with what he said about the team after they lost to New England. It had to do with his play. It has to with the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's like in theory and in practice, right? You can know something in theory, but you can't carry it out. Mm-hmm. Every every weekend golfer knows that. Well, I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do that. You can have the best teachers in the world. It's it you can't carry it out sometimes into practice. Uh, and, and yeah, that's fine. Aaron Rodgers could tutor Zach Wilson, but I thought he was going to be the third string guy not a heartbeat away from being the quarterback of the team. Because Mm -hmm. now, after throwing away a season last year because of Zach uh, Wilson, you're now going to throw away another season because of Zach Wilson. And and it's almost inconceivable, unless something dramatically changes, you're almost certainly going to change your head coach too. Like You're going to have more turnover after the season. And then that starts up another question. Who's going to choose the head coach? Are you going to have the same Uh, guy choose the head coach? I know, who has a, I know who has two votes in the process. I can tell you that. I, you know, I, I, does that make sense? I don't know. Why would you change the head coach? Well. And keep the GM? Unless the, unless the quarterback says don't change anything. But, I mean, part of the reason. Everybody? The, I mean, part of the reason the head coach is in the situation he's in is because the GM. Oh, no question. The, the, the position that the Jets find themselves in right now is far more Joe Douglas than Robert Sala. It is. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that Robert Salas, you know, blameless. Dan no, of course. Of course. Okay. When there's everything's going wrong, like for the Jets, there's there's blame at everybody. You're not pointing yeah. fingers, you're pointing you're pointing all ten fingers. You have t- ten fingers to point at. You got a lot. You got a lot to go around. There's a lot of blame mm-hmm. to go around. A lot of blame to go around. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? <laughs> you know, if uh, Robert Salas Horshack, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Is Epstein clueless? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these Zach Wilson proofers. I mean, good God, would you let it go? That's what I was telling y'all last night. I'm telling y'all, there's people that just don't want to accept that he's a bad player, and they're just gonna keep making excuse after excuse after excuse. And like I said before, I feel bad for Rob Sala, but you know, look, you know what's gonna happen. He's a sacrificial lamb. Need <laughs> a guy off. What's got with Joe Douglas did a great job. I told y'all. I told y'all yesterday. This is the stuff that you hear. Nobody's culpable for the Jets' problems except Rob Allen. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, you were talking about Jets' losses. This might not be the worst moments of the Jets, but one that I remember, you know, very clearly, you know, it was that 1996, that 1-15 season. I think it was week 15. You know, the Jets are playing the Eagles. You know, it's a national game on Fox TV, the whole thing. The Jets are up 20-7 to in the fourth quarter. <laughs> they got the ball in the red zone. Glenn Foley throws the ball right into Mike Zordich's hands. You know, the, then the prodigal son, Irvin Fry, he catches uh, his second touchdown. The Jets get the ball back again. They're down. They they, they let the Eagles score two times in, in that fourth quarter. They're down 21 to 20. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They get the ball again. They're driving again. Foley throws the ball, tipped up, picked up by William Thomas, and, and the Eagles run the clock out. I mean, oh my God! What, they, that, I think that was right before that game, with the last game where, where it was raining, <laughs> and Rich Kotite was soaking the rain. Talk about the guys were swarming. Remember, remember that? 
<laughs> oh my God, that was a horrible season. But you know what? You know, I sat back today and I really wasn't really thinking about the Jets at all. You know, I, I, I you know, for mental health reasons, I've, I've kind of moved on. You know, and then I get the Woj bomb. I mean, can somebody give me a break. Yeah, because somebody give me a break as a sports fan. Can I get a break, please? The Yankees are a disaster now. The the Jets are the Jets, and you know. They're talking about James Harden is not coming in for media. Good. I hope he doesn't come ever. You can never let him back in the building. You have to send him home and pay him. Let him rot out the rest of his career with the lemon pepper wings and strippers, whatever it's got to be. But why did the Bucks got to get Damian Lillard? I know. Why? Now we have to trade Joel. You know that, right? You yeah. have to trade Joel now. You're not winning the East. You're not better than the Bucks. You're not better than the Celtics, and you don't play hard enough to beat the Heat. You have to trade him now because his value decreases year by year. Mm-hmm. He, take, he, he went to the school of falling that Mitchell Robinson goes to. <laughs> when I fall, I'm automatically hurt. And, um, you know, he hasn't played a full playoff season in I don't know how long. So if the Knicks want to give up them picks and y'all think that, listen, take them, please. Please, we got to reboot this franchise. I mean, God, when are any of my teams going to win anything? Can you tell me that? When are one of my teams going to win anything? It, 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 where's the future? It, it's bad, bro. I hear you, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call. I can't say nothing because I'm don't. i I'm in the same division as you are, and your team is better than mine. <laughs> Sometimes it's darkest before the dawn. All right. Bringing people together. That's what Gordon does. That's what I'm Bringing trying people to do. Together. I'm trying to do. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, Milwaukee, they got the message. Like, everybody was criticizing Giannis for saying this. Oh, well, you know, you're, 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 you're putting the pressure on the organization. You say you're going to bail. You're going to bail. Well, they got the message, right? They, they went out it. and made a, a significant move to upgrade their, their yes, championship window. Yes, they did. And I'm curious, Gordon, does this now force the Knicks to try to do something even though it's not in their division, it's in their conference, it's not in their mm-hmm. division, but does this force them to try to do something bigger than what maybe they were thought they were trying or whatever they've been working on? I wonder if that does. Because, you know, we've been wondering, you know, no no, uh, no Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. you know, but they get to a certain level, and then you still hear that Donovan Mitchell could be coming to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just, he just got to Cleveland, and you're still hearing he could be coming to the Knicks. So I wonder, does this move Leon Rose's needle to do something? We'll get your thoughts about that next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Easy. Lethal. You got to remember, Giannis doesn't have to come downhill towards you now. He doesn't have to be driven the ball the full length of the court, coming downhill and doing things that way. That's to his advantage. But now when he kicks it out, he's got somebody to kick it out to that's a sniper, that is a closer. And more importantly, when the game is on the line, you're not looking for Giannis to come save the day because the one thing Damian Lillard has proven throughout his career is give him the ball when the clock is winding down and ask him to close the deal. That's his specialty. So Giannis no longer has to be worried about that to that degree. He can average his 31 and 13 and do what he does. But in the end, when it comes time to close, particularly from long range, he no longer has to worry about having that responsibility. He just got somebody that can handle that all by himself. 
They're going to be pretty good, Gordon. There's no question about it. And they are clearly going for it with uh, Damian Lillard. Um, they're going to be tough to beat. They're going to be right back there. Now, will they suffer something defensively? Yeah, Damian Lillard is not the defender, you know, um, that they had at the guard's position. Mm -hmm. There's no question about that. But, uh, you know, Drew Holiday is an outstanding, outstanding guard mm -hmm. defensively. But, man, Damian Lillard can score. And he Absolutely. and he loves to – and he, he is a guy that wants the ball – when the game is on the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, the question for Milwaukee, I felt like it was always, how, how are you going to get a superstar to go to Milwaukee? Well, yeah. you just found out. You just found out. You know, you, you, I mean, you it was, it was Giannis and it was Brooke Lopez and it was Chris Middleton. And look, mm -hmm. they won a title. Yeah. But those guys are a little bit older now. Mm -hmm. they, it seemed kind of a, a fortunate run to the, to when they did win the title. Yeah. So now Giannis has a running partner, and the organization has shown that they are serious about winning right now. And with Lillard's ability to hit the three, that opens gives uh, you mm -hmm. know Giannis a little more space in the paint area, a little bit more. I just love that the Heat didn't get him. I am me too. Oh God, that uh, he could have went anywhere. I, I'm just happy he didn't get. Yeah, him. that would have been insufferable. Oh, and they were so smug, like giant yeah. fans, so smug, Larry. Oh, we're just well, gonna Pat get him. Oh, you, you can, know, where are you gonna trade him? Oh, all right, you can hold on to him, but he's only gonna come here. He only wants to come to Miami. Yeah. Speaking of Miami, did you hear what Jimmy Butler had to say? I did. Here's what, in case you guys didn't hear, here's what Jimmy Butler had to say. Yo, NBA man, y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just gonna put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him for tampering. Yeah, he probably heard it from Pat Riley. <laughs> Pat was Pat's been tampering on this deal for months. He has have been. somebody else come in and tamper it away. That's it. Yeah, Jimmy Butler said I heard somebody was tampering, looking at the Bucks for tampering. But uh, you know, I tell you this, Gordon, the Knicks have made look. The Knicks have made some additions to the team, and I know that there's rumors out there that you know Tibbs would love Drew Holiday, but Gordon. <laughs> It's time that they have to address the front court. I got enough backcourt people. Got enough backcourt people. I need some front court people that's going to give me some options in the front court from Julius Randle. You know, somebody to to you know go along with to compliment Julius. That's what I need in the front court right now. Mm -hmm. And and you know that's what I'm looking for. I need what what do we know? I'm looking for a taller. Now, when we say a 3 and D guy, people say, well, you know, you got Josh Hart. And, and yeah, in theory, he plays bigger than his size from a rebounding standpoint. But he's really 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I'm looking for a 6'7", six, 6'8", six, guy, Gordon, that can hit the three, give me some wing defense, you know, get the ball on the break, handle, do some things. I need a versatile guy at the, at, at the wing so you got an option, and then this way, because of them being the player that they are, now you can't send a second person over when Julius Randle gets the ball and double-team him and force him into turnovers and force him to have to make decisions. You know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for another option to, you know, complement him. The only question I have is, is what are they doing with Fournier in that deal? Nothing. Nobody uh, wants him. Uh, but he's an expiring contract. You got to get that 
you got to use the value. You can't just have him here for another year where he doesn't play at all. Yep, you're There's right. no value to that at all. Nope, there's none. But uh, nobody wants him, Gordon. Even as an inspiring, expiring contract, nobody wants him. Nobody. Nobody. Well, I mean, That's why he's still what, here. What a horrendous deal. <laughs> Believe you me, if somebody wanted him, he would have been long gone. Because <laughs> they don't want him. As evidenced by the fact that they didn't play him. They did not play him, that's for sure. Yeah, because so, they didn't want him. That's why. I get it. But by not playing him, it was clear that you didn't want him. So now he's got no trade value. <laughs> so I love New York. You know, they, uh, they talk shit, but they give you love as well. Yeah, they do. Yes, we do. We give you love when you play well. <laughs> yeah, there's not been much of that. No. It's a tough spot, though. I mean, he's going to sit on the bench for another year just sitting there? They they will somebody will pick him up. They may have to wait till the trade deadline, and that would be scary. That would be scary. Can you imagine him? You talk, talk about James Harden not wanting to go to media day. You imagine him wanting to go to Nick oh media day next week. I had hey, a, a terrible stake. How 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 are we doing? Uh, what are we looking forward to uh, this season? No 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 no. Are you surprised you're still here? Yeah. Well, I think you know the answer <laughs> to that one. Yep. <laughs> This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, tomorrow night we do Know Your Opponent on the Thursday night edition of ESPN New York Tonight. So we'll have have ESPN reporters who are covering uh, Seattle and Kansas City. and We'll get their thoughts on um, what they expect to see from the Jets. And Giants and what the Giants and Jets expect to see from them, from their standpoint. So that should be interesting. I love doing those, and we'll have that tomorrow night here on the show. Back to the phones we go. Ray is in Brooklyn. What's up, Ray? Hey, hey, Larry Gordon. What's up? How you guys doing tonight, man? Hey, Ray. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> um, I called about I called about Joel Embiid in the Knicks, but let me just say this, man. I'm so tired here about Zach Wilson and how good he looks in practice and in, you know t-shirts and. <laughs> And boxer briefs, like who cares? Ben, uh, ben Simmons hits threes in practice all day long. Practice? Like, who cares about practice? Just to put Ben that Simmons practices? That's breaking news. <laughs> yeah, that, I know that's a, that's true. But I think I heard a report uh, recently, and I almost uh, drove off the road too with that one. But as far as Joel Embiid, Buddha almost made me crash because um, I don't want his problem. Listen, I know it sounds. It sounds weird coming from a Knicks fan who hasn't won anything. But listen, Joel the Knicks reached Joel Embiid's pinnacle last season, the second round. This man, nobody does more, nobody does less with more than him. Remember a couple of years ago, Jimmy Butler has been to two NBA finals since he's since he left Philadelphia. He had Jimmy Butler on his team in Jimmy Butler's prime. And he had uh, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, when he was actually an all-NBA player, he had uh, sharpshooters J.J. Uh, um, Redick. He had Danny Green from San Antonio who was money in the playoffs. This guy's not going to win anything, and he's 29 going on 39. That would be a major setback for the Knicks. If he can't win with Jimmy Butler in his prime, J.J. Redick, Ben Simmons, and, and everybody else I just mentioned, and Doc Rivers as his coach, what makes you think he's getting past the second round with this New York Knicks team? It's not going to happen. 
the Knicks just have to be a little bit more patient. You know, they're going to be a solid team, win 45 to 50 games. You know, they'll give somebody a, a tough, you know, a tough playoff run, in, 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 you know, in the second round. And maybe, who knows, maybe something comes becomes available at the trade deadline. If not, listen, we'll wait to the offseason. Don't get Joel Embiid. You're just taking Philadelphia's problem. They'll be happy to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because they know they can't get past the second round prior to Damian Lillard, you know, uh, teaming up with Giannis. They can't beat Jimmy Butler by himself, and they can't be they, – they're never getting past the second round. They would happily offload uh, Joel Embiid and to the Knicks. But we're not going to go anywhere with this guy. So I just wanted to, you know, get my two cents in on that. And mm-hmm. last, last thing, guys, on, on Damian Lillard. Now, finally, he can actually hit a big shot for some time in his career thanks to, the, you know, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks because I don't know where this whole Dame time thing came. You know, he only hits big shots in game 15 of the regular season, so it'd be nice to see him actually make a few. Well, he, well to be fair, Ray, he, uh, now, Ray, to be fair, he's not, you know, he's not, uh, he's not James Harden in the postseason. He's hit some no. big threes. He's sent some people home. So you know it's 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 his it's his supporting cast that has really turned him down. Indeed. I mean they've been you know they've been pretty good out you know in Portland, but he didn't have a bunch of people helping him out. Now he's got no excuses. He has no excuses now. And uh, I would agree with Ray as a Nick fan that yes. when we're talking about superstar hunting, uh, an aging, often injured big man with troublesome legs and feet and all that type of stuff. Uh, that would not be where I would be putting all. I would not be putting all my eggs in that basket. But it is clear at this point from the reporting that has gone on, if he does become available, the Knicks will be interested. Yeah, they will. No question. Charlie's in Queens. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Larry Gordon. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. So, yeah, yeah. So um, I got two points quickly. Uh, Salah, his comments are getting ridiculous with this defense on Suck Wilson. Uh, let me say this. Um, he's getting to, at the point, worse than loser boom 2.0. He's worse than – he's worse. And uh, boom is not even worse, so – I mean, he's even worse, so. And second point is that with Garrett Cole pitching a complete game shutout and basically cemented the Cy Young season, and – he has done the job this season, but the team is an epic fail. With Judge and Cole, it's prime. They completely wasted their season. And with Cole pitching the way he is, he should be pitching in the, uh, the playoffs. But uh, it's an epic fail, total colossal failure on this team. And as long as garbage Cashman and loser Boone at the helm, the Yankees will never win a World Series. All right. That's not good news. A lot of locks here tonight. A lot of, yeah, a lot a lot of, of folks. A lot of locks. A lot of locks. I, I, I think I, I think Charlie got like confused. At first he was saying Salah was worse than Boone, but then I think he said Boone was worse than Boone, Boone. was worse than Boone. <laughs> yeah, he did say Boone was worse than Boone at the end. Yeah, that's not what you want. No. <laughs> no. Uh, look, I, it, it's true. The Yankees absolutely wasted two oh, prime man. years from two of the superstars, not just of their team, but of the sport. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I, it's great to hear that they're going to uh, have all these massive changes. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me, show me. Yeah, you'll believe I don't it when see, you see it. Yeah, I don't see how you can have massive changes and keep Brian Cashman in the same role. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. We're in it to win it. That's the, that's the definition of a massive change. Changing yes. some people on the analytics team or how you do analytics. 
Well, well, changing changing the health professionals might be major. Again, but mass, a massive change. Oh, Hal, so <laughs> upset. He's so, all right, well, here here's something, Hal. Get out the checkbook and go shopping this offseason. Let's go, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, absolutely. Significantly raise the payroll. If you're so ticked off, you have the power to do that. Now, I would not trust the person that you've, you have in charge to spend the money wisely, but you're leaving him in charge, so away we go. Well, does he have to be more on, you know, does he have to be more involved instead of just saying, yeah, okay, we'll get him. Yeah, okay, it's okay to get him. Does he have to be, you know, does he have to be like, um, you know, no, prove it to me. Why should we get, why should I pay for him? Does he have to be more involved? Does I, just I think not say, yeah, okay, go ahead. Whatever you want, Brian, whatever you want. I just think that they are not going to have nearly the flexibility that they need to have to, to fix the rot. I mean, again. All right, you got judge in right field. You need a center yes. fielder. You need a left fielder. You need yes. w- what's going on at third base? What's going on know. at second base? What's going on at first base? Um, well, we don't. Rizzo know. coming back? Is he going to be? Ha- Rizzo's going kind of to platoon. Right Rizzo's going to platoon with DJ at first. Okay, who's playing third base next year? Uh, one of the kids. Okay, who's playing left field? Uh, we're going to go out and get one of the free agents in left field. Okay. Who's playing center field? Uh, Florial has won the job. No shot. There's no (laughs) shot. No shot. (laughs) Yeah, don't lock that. Take that lock off. Get that lock out of here. Judge is going to be your center fielder. How about that? Okay, who's playing right? All right, who's playing right? Stanton. I know. No, get out of here. Stanton's gonna be your right fielder. They're gonna. He has all the maneuverability of the people sitting in the judges' chambers. They're going. They move about as much as he can move. He's going to. He's gonna be. You already told us. He's going to be so flexible after the offseason. Oh, he, he did he's yoga, Larry. He's so healthy. He, he, he focused he on stretching and flexibility. Oh, never he's been in the best healthy. shape of his life. He's got be more speed the in the legs. Four five forty. Could be flying around the bases. Flying. Boom. That's what it's gonna oh, be. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work lighter bat. Mm-hmm. You know, lighter bat. Stop stop being egotistical. Oh, 54 ounce bat. You can hit the ball. We know you hit the ball hard. A little lighter bat, you know, a little speed. This way, you know, the bat slowing down a little bit at the age. Lighter bat. Boom. There you go. You already got your catcher. Wells is going to be the catcher with Ward Vitt. I, 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 well, I don't know about Ward Vitt, but he'll be the back. Th- that guy, that guy cannot hit. If that guy ever becomes a hitter in the league, I'll be stunned. He has, he has got to have. He looks like the worst catcher I've ever seen offensively. Garrett Cole loves him. Well, he'll love somebody. He loved Higashioka. No, no. I, I, you I, can I have think, either Higashioka or Trevino along with no, Wells. I think he's like dumb. one I think guy he's is the veteran guy along with Wells. I think he's dumped Higashioka. That's possible. He dumped, he dumped Higashioka faster than Taylor Swift picked up Travis Kelsey. Oh, she's going to dump him too. Gonna... <laughs> and then write a song about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there Look. it go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here it is. There it go. <laughs> that is good. That, you can, that is a lock. You can lock that one in for sure. <laughs> she needed some new material for another tour. The, the gazillion dollar tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, you she's know. like the Beatles. I, I, mean, I don't know what else to compare it to. I'm assuming that this is what it, like, it was like with the Beatles. Yeah, it's amazing. Every, every Right now, everything she touches turns to gold. Yeah. Man. Maybe she can get Travis Kelsey off his game, though. 
Maybe in he time for Sunday night. He won't be focused on what he's supposed to be focused on because he's That's focused right. on his 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 out, outside interests. How about that? We'll clear it. We'll clean it up. I know where you were going. Outside interests. Yes. I I wonder if mom will make the trip. I bet you mom doesn't come because she's coming. Mom wasn't happy if you sitting next to her. I don't know. She looked okay. She knows her, her son loves being famous. A, a she pe- wasn't a big fan. This is why I've avoided the pitfalls of fame, Larry. That's why I've uh, well, listen, stayed away from That's why we work this. nights. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Flying under the radar. So much so much better. So much oh, nicer. Absolutely. So absolutely. much nicer. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, of course, the other thing we'll do tomorrow night is get you ready for week four in the National Football League. Other than your game, Miami and Buffalo, what, what other game jumps out at you coming up this week that you're like, huh, I'm curious about? Well, I mean, I think the giant one is, mm-hmm. you know, for only being week four, uh, I think it is a, a huge game uh, for the Giants to kind of get a little bit of a better read on where they actually kind of slot in in the NFC and, and can they beat a Seattle? Because, again, if you're not beating a Seattle team at home, one and two on the season, does it start to and, – and not just win that game. You have to see them play well. Yeah. They haven't played well uh, in a very long time. Uh, in terms of other games, that Baltimore-Cleveland game is interesting yeah, to me because it seems it like that Cleveland defense is is for real, and and Baltimore is generally the team that uh, that kind of runs that division there. Can Cleveland mm-hmm. get something more out of the offensive side of the ball? Um, I think those are the two. And maybe Patriots-Dallas, yeah. too. Yeah, you want to see what Dallas can do after being mm-hmm. be, after losing to Arizona. Embarrassed, right? And the Patriots, they got the win against the Jets, but you know their defense is pretty good. Yeah, their defense good. is pretty good, but can they? Um, well, I tell you what, Zach has been known to give the football away. Zach and, has, yeah. yeah. And if any, I mean Dak, I'm sorry. Oh, and Dak, if anybody, Dak, Zach, yep, they're both. Yeah, I, I got my. I, they're both being in the game. <laughs> if anybody has, uh, if anybody can force a quarterback to give him to force turnovers, it would be Bill Belichick. Yep, and it, it looks like he's got a, a, some some nice pieces on that defense there. So can they get something going offensively against the Dallas defense that seemed like it was getting crowned as the 85 Bears after a couple of weeks? <laughs> yes. And they've got some offensive line issues, Dallas does. Mm-hmm. They've got some guys that they, uh, I was hearing uh, reading somewhere that they could have as many as three linemen out, of three of their starters out. That could change some things. Mm-hmm. That could definitely change some things. Back to the phones. Lonnie's in Harlem. Lonnie is next on 98.7 ESPN. OG, Larry, Uncle G, Joe Leo, and uh, Sir Harvey, how we doing tonight? Shout out to the company. Shout out to Downtown TV, of course, as well. Now, I got two points. One is about the Jets, and uh, one is about baseball. Um, The Jets, so the Jets decided to bring in Trevor Simeon. So they replaced a guy who who ended up having a leg injury by bringing in another guy who ended up having a leg injury for the same team. The Jets is just going to jet. Okay. Now, to the Yankees. Now, Larry, you just had me dying when you just said you, you can see Stan running around the bases, oh, oh. zoom, zap, That's making it. all these noises. Oh, after this offseason, Lonnie, you're not going to believe it's the same Giancarlo Stanton next year. Oh, they're going to work on did. him. 
all these consultants they're bringing in, they're bringing in new doctors. It's going to be, they're going to build a new Stanton for the Yankees this year. New guy, totally different. Totally. Watch. I didn't know he was Frankenstein. And I listen, as I told Joe, I've seen mannequins and Macy's move faster than that guy. So I, I can't see that happening now. Yes, he does need to come up with a new off-season workout regimen or yep. whatever, so that way his, his legs is actually like – his legs need to be like noodles at this point. They need to be able to move. Then yep. you said you see him in right field. He's literally just going to stand in right field unless the ball is hit to him because it's happened so far this year. Like when he's played the field, unless the ball is hit to him, he's not moving anywhere. Now, but that's going to change, Lonnie. That's going to change. And I here's hope. the other thing. Here's the other thing. He hits better when he plays in the outfield. He just does. That, that's the one thing that is very true. That man he just does. Literally, it's like it's like he locks in when he plays the field. Now, yeah. I want to ask you two gentlemen uh, both a question, as well as Joe and um, Harvey. Um, seeing how both our baseball teams stink and they're not going to be in the postseason, uh, OG Larry, Harvey, OG, Uncle G, and uh, Jolia, what um, teams are you guys planning on, like, not so much rooting for, but, like, what teams do you plan on back in this postseason? Me, personally, I'm probably, and it sucks because it's a division rival, but it's a, a young and upcoming team. I'm probably going to back the Orioles. One of the main reasons is because Hal said one of the stupidest things I ever heard. We overlooked them. You gentlemen have a good night. All right, Lonnie. Thanks for the phone call. I'll tell you one team I'm not rooting for overlooking that, and that's Atlanta. I'm done. I don't, I don't care what they do. I hope they go out in the first round. I'm good. Um, I might. You know what, Gordon? I tell you who I'm going to be interested in watching this year with a little keener eye. Milwaukee. Because mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what Craig sure. Council is going to be like, you mm-hmm. know, coming to the Mets, because that, that's probably going to be my next manager. So I'll probably be a little invested. I'll be a little curious to see what the Brewers are, are going to do. They've won their division two times in the past three years, which is something my team can't say. So then I'll be looking at that a little bit. Uh, I will be rooting for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, just to torture the Mets fan, I'll have the Mets and I'll have the Phillies. Oh. I, you know, I did not look at the standings recently. You realize the Mets are 30 games out of first place. Oh. 30, the Mets. Yeah. Well, yeah. 30 games out of first place. That's right. They're a bunch under 500, too. Wow. I knew they were really under 500. And yes. the Yankees got, what, win number 81 tonight. Mm-hmm. So they Uh-oh. will not finish the season under 500. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter anyway. Because I know you wanted it. I did. I want to finish it last, and I wanted to be under 500, and I hope that that would that would spur massive changes. But not going to do that. Not going to do that. I can't. I tell you, Mets are 30 games under 500. They're only 13. Their their run differential is only minus 13. They should not be this far under 500. 30 games. Well, the Braves are 102. So look at the division they're in. Atlanta's Atlanta's the best team in baseball right now. They are. They're a team that has to win a World Series. I know they won they one do. a couple of years ago, but you they can't do. have this kind of year where, I mean, they've been Acuna's unbelievable. Been unbel- Acuna's been just yeah. otherworldly. He's going to be the MVP. Otherworldly. He's just so good. They're just so good. And their pitching is coming around. They've had injuries with the pitching and rotation and stuff, mm-hmm. but they're coming back around right in time for the postseason. See, the problem for me is I just hate all the other teams in the American League. <laughs> like, I hate the Rays, so I can't root for them. I can't right? root for the Blue Jays. I want them to not even make the playoffs, but obviously they're going to. Can't root for the Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, twins are harmless. I don't mind the Twins. Yeah. 
Texas Rangers, they're they're kind of harmless to me. Twins are so happy the Yankees are out because otherwise right. they, they might they, actually they, have they a got... chance to finally win a playoff series for the first time in forever <laughs> since Kent Herbeck was at first base. Oh my God! Oh um, man, Mariners, they're kind of harmless to me. Yeah, Seattle's not bad. Yeah, I, I could I could be I'm happy. Do a little Seattle. I'm gonna do a yeah. little Seattle for Dave for Dave Sims. Okay, there you go. That's a good reason. That's a, a good little, reason. For 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 the kid for the hat it's guy. like process of elimination though yeah exactly you know I don't I I hate the Orioles owner too so I I can't root oh, for them no, I can't do that I'll, I'll do Milwaukee and, and Seattle I'm good I'll I just think it keeps the baseball revel, re, relevant if the if the Braves are the team that comes away oh yeah that. absolutely absolutely no no San Diego huh <laughs> I, it's a it's incredible they have I mean you talk about a weird year they're seventy eight and eighty they're two games under five hundred. They have a run differential of plus 94. Yeah. They're a really good team. Mm-hmm. They have really good talent, but for whatever reason, it does not mesh well. No. How And, and how is Texas going to do this with no DeGrom and no Scherzer? Uh, it could be, <laughs> could be out very quickly. But, you know, like a lot of times the, the – the, um, the uh, the starting pitching is kind of overrated, right? Like by the time yeah. these games are decided, the starters are long gone, and it's yeah. back and forth and everything else. So um, I wouldn't, I, I the, Texas wouldn't bother me. I, I just want the Astros to be. Yeah. If I had be to done. rank the teams, I definitely don't want to win. It would be Astros one, mm-hmm. Blue Jays two, mm-hmm. Rays three. Okay. Astros in the top spot. Top spot, yeah, of course. Okay. Can't have and, that. Uh, and no Orioles would be four if you went that far? Yeah, probably. Okay. I hear you. Me, I yeah. just got one team. I don't want, I'm sorry. Atlanta or the Dodgers? What about Philly? If Philly wins? Uh, you can't like Philly, time. right? No, I, I mean, can't. It would be the second time. Yeah. It could be, you know, Back knowing the them, they end up going right. to the World Series again. Yeah. Me, Joe Girardi and I are not rooting for them. <laughs> No. I mean, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, getting rid of Joe Girardi. He's just unleashed it, right? Yeah. His bench coach looking good right now, Gordon. Yeah. i tell you that. I remember He's... when they made that move. I'm like, that's such a stupid move. He's the same guy as Girardi. What difference is it going to make? No, he isn't. Apparently, it made a huge difference. <laughs> He's not the same guy as Girardi. Apparently not, no. You know? And you know what? That's key for him. He wasn't trying to be Girardi. Yes. He was trying to be Thompson. That's who mm-hmm. he was trying to be. And, and that's, what, that's what got the guys ready to go. Man, I can't believe it. And, and uh, playoffs start, what, October 3rd? Uh, is it the 3rd? Yeah, it might be. I think it's October 3rd they start. So next week we'll be talking this. Unbelievable. Play, you know, pre- preseason basketball starts next week. Preseason hockey's already started. Winter's coming, my friend. Well, it Winter felt like is it right today, getting up and getting out yeah, early today. Burr. I had to take out the garbage in the morning and the, whoa, a little chill, a little nip in the air. Yeah. Leaves no. on the ground. Sometimes right. the summer lasts a little longer. Not this year, boy. Not this year. No. You better get that way, snowblower ready to go, Larry. You're going to need it this year. Yeah, no, I have that feeling. I got you. All right, my friend. See you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. All right, that wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Harvey Joe, thank you very much. We'll join you tomorrow night following the Dan Grosser Show with Know Your Opponent, and we'll go around week number four.